Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word, the word of God with extra sauce. Yes, that sauce that you guys cannot wait to purchase is coming. We are getting it ready for you guys. On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Now, you know that this is not an ordinary podcast. This is not like those other podcasts you listen to. This is a podcast that comes with a disclaimer. A disclaimer that your health could be jeopardized if you are not in the appropriate position to listen to the podcast. Make sure if you're driving, you're a good driver who doesn't close their eyes when they're laughing. Make sure you're not drinking any hot beverages. Make sure you are not next to your director at work and we'll all be okay. Thank you very much for coming to my TED Talk. I really like that disclaimer. (laughs) Okay, so before we go any further, I'm going to need you to pause. Actually, you don't even have to pause it. You can send. You should drop. Shut it down, open up shop. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. It's the rough Sorry. Okay, work to DMX. Huh? <laughs> May you get better soon in Jesus' name. May you put your drugs down in Jesus' name. May the alcohol Listen, vanish let's from not your have eye revival service because we can really actually do a revival service right now for DMX <laughs> and cancel the podcast. has been held bondage. Every addiction spirit, we cast yeah? you away in the name of Jesus. That's preventing you from hey, fulfilling Jesus your destiny. name. By the name. Lose him. When we Lose him. We send Holy Ghost angels. Okay. We break every yoke. Every chain. Okay. The oil of the anointing will break every yoke. Today. One, two, three. Fire. <laughs> okay. Sorry. 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 Okay. So back to the um, episode. At Before hand. we go any further, guys, you need to share this episode with three fellow. No, three is too much. Three is too small okay let's start with three because sometimes you guys be like it's a struggle three fellow music lovers anybody you know that loves music send this episode to them your praise and worship team send it to them your pastor send it to them your friends your girlfriends your boys demand them your dogs your dons send this episode to three fellow music lovers and you can also follow us on instagram <laughs> also follow us on instagram at hashtag scripture facebook at hashtag scripture soundcloud at hashtag scripture itunes hashtag scripture twitter ht scripture and you can support the ministry on patreon that's www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture where we have extra content lots of goodies freebies good 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 stuff thank you very much so, the word on the street is, nowadays, we are migraine skanking, boggling, and shaku-shakuing along to scripture recitations. But the kingdom of God is really split on whether it's okay to be doing ballys and Bibles, arms and amens, hollow points and hallelujahs. Should we be listening to secular-sounding gospel music? Today, we're going to discuss, is gospel drill okay and allowed? And... What are the pros and cons of gospel music with a secular sound? This week, we have a very, very special guest in the building. And his name is, do you want to just shout your name? Just shout your name in the, in, the, in the mic just there. Hello, my name is Carl Nova. I said shout. Did I say shout? Hello, wait, no, wait. my name is Carl Nova. Can we just do that again? Did anybody hear me say shout? Because I feel like I said shout and he started to whisper and I'm not <laughs> Hello, really sure. my name is Carl Nova. I'm happy to be here. Hashtag scripture. Deliveroo. 
I want to know why the first take of your name was so Barry White-ish. Why did you come and do, who are you trying to seduce? He came and was like, hello, my name is Carl Nova. You're, you're going to have to put some sauce and some spice on your name. I'm glad for me made you do it again because I sure would have. Okay. It's because I'm relaxed. <laughs> I'm chill. All right. My name is Carl Nova. I'm happy to be here. Is that okay? Thank you. With some vim. Hmm? You said it with some, with some vim. You gingered it. Excellent. Well done. Thank you so much for coming, Carl. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Can you tell the people a bit about yourself? All right. So um, for those who don't know, I'm a hip hop artist. I'm a performance poet. I'm an author as well. (laughs) I used to be a a radio presenter on on Premiere with a couple of shows, but I left three years ago. We can talk about that later. Um, I also do creative writing workshops all over the country as well as um overseas Tina, is it okay if he completes the sentence <laughs> is she, is she right? okay oh yeah my my debut book rhythm and poetry came out last year okay and now you can woo that's a woo Woo! oh yeah, yeah woo now's the woo. woo it won it won it won an award this year wow. much, much to my surprise you know and um yeah so we'll talk about all that later Carnova, did you used to be part of a really prominent, influential, pioneering Christian group back in the day when UK gospel music started off? Or, you know, should I say that bit? Should I say that bit of your bio or do you want to just tell the people? Okay, let me just correct you. I was part of this group. UK gospel was already happening, but I'm part of the group called GK Real. Mm. And um, see, there's a song that everybody sings in your church, yeah? You don't know we're the one that sang it. That one that goes, Blessed Jesus, we've come to give you praise. A lot of you are singing that song. Hey, come with vocals on that. Well, you know. Oh, we are blessed here. Look, hey, listen, we're blessing you with exclusive car Nova <laughs> vocals. Listen, if so, you want to give offering, of the picture on is there. A lot of people you, of you people don't know. That's our song. You know what I'm saying? So give us our royalties. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, GK Real, we were together for a while. We toured all over the place. We won an award. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Are we still going on? Are we not? Um, we'll talk about that later if you want. Okay. So we are dedicating this episode, dedicating this episode to music lovers all over the world. People all over the world. Join hands, start a love train, love train. Okay, so we're dedicating this episode to music lovers. May your ears, your hearts, and your soul be forever functioning so you can enjoy music. Us music lovers, we know what music does to us. So we're dedicating this episode to music lovers. Long live music. What's that Shakespeare line? If music be the food of love, play, play on. on. Eee, there was ginger in that. There was, <laughs> there was ginger in that. If music be the food of love, play on. And can I just say, before we start asking the questions, you know that this is a podcast that is coming from genuine music lovers who actually cannot go two and a half minutes without singing a song. So we know what we're talking about here, guys. And we may be a bit biased, but we're going to try not to be. Me and Tommy was having a conversation a couple, well, within the last four days, we spent a long time to get a trial. Uh, it was like, this podcast is actually a little bit of a musical. <laughs> no, it is an <laughs> Because actual we can't 100%. go five minutes without actually singing. Why? What? We, we tried, guys. It's not intentional. I promise. It really isn't. It's just accidental. In fact, we tried to not, and it actually makes us do more. It's happenstance. But anyways, without further ado, is gospel drill okay, Tina? 
listen, as a lover of hip-hop and grime, as in a lover of it, I'm a student of hip-hop, as a lover of hip-hop and grime, I grew up on hip-hop, okay, I've got, I'm the youngest of five, all my siblings um, were hip-hop connoisseurs, okay, my brother obviously, as you guys know, is DJ Kalechi, so I'm not new to this, okay, as a lover of hip-hop and grime, um, I love this genre of music so much so my spirit language is actually grime okay my spirit moves to 180 beats per minute we go in yo we go in it I'm gonna start do you know what this I think I might just do the whole episode I might just empty the whole episode because that's how much I love grime I'm a grime fan okay so drill isn't too far off from that um, and I can't tell you the amount of times I've had conversations with people who criticize gospel grime and gospel drill, gospel hip hop, gospel bashment, gospel Afrobeats. Like they criticize everything that is not clappy, praise and worship um, music. And I've had lots of conversations with people who do that. My biggest grievance is ignorant perception that the purest form of gospel music has to be, you know, it, it's equated with traditional praise and worship or, you know, spiritual hymns and, um, you know, like Negro spirituals, or it has to be <laughs> with a, it has to be teamed with Wade a, it has to be teamed with, come on, <laughs> like literally it has to be teamed with guitar or, you know, you have to be crying and, you know, I'm, I, I, I take big, big 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 grievance to people who think that that's the only gospel music that we can have um and that everything that is not traditional praise and worship is like devil music and the devil has influenced us and he's used us to be shaking our bum inside church all of that nonsense um are you okay there's actually many forms to music um i need you to tell me what it sounded like when isaac worshiped god after the amazing harvest he received in that one year you know in the bible where it said god told isaac to sow a seed and there was harvest in that same year tell me how that sounded when he praised and worshipped, when David praised and worshipped, when Abraham praised and worshipped. Do you know what, if you was there at the time when they were worshipping or when they were praising God or they were singing and you can tell me it sounds like um, Fred Hammond, then I will say, okay, do you know what? That's it. That's the original form of praise and worship. But because you weren't there and you don't know, then you should keep quiet. There are different types of music. Most of you Christians, I think, what the issue is that most Christians are miserable and anything that sounds too happy they don't like but you guys stay there with your sackcloth and ashes stay there with your traditional you know slow clappy praise and worship music um because i know some churches actually that still don't allow drums in mm. their praise and worship mm. they still don't allow drums in 2018 there were certain churches certain denominations that still don't allow any of that sort of stuff you know um if you're afraid of conjuring up demons or thinking that your congregation is going to start bumping and grinding you my <laughs> friend have a problem it's got nothing to do with anybody else if you're afraid of drums because you think that someone's some auntie's waist is going to start moving mate that's your own issue it's a, that sounds like a you problem you know um so yes, I completely agree. There should be no gun fingers or gun finger mocking or, you know, Kalashnikovs waving unless you're drawing for the Bible like swing, swing. Okay. <laughs> Words to simply Andy Bibles. Bibles. Is gospel drill okay? I think, I don't know, child. We'll figure it out. By the end of today, we'll see. We'll see. I reserve my judgment until later. Forms, what do you think? Uh, this is the kind of debate that happens like every time there's a new genre of music, which really kind of irritates me because it's like, 
and especially because there's some hypocritical people who will be like, yeah, the last genre was fine, but this new genre is not fine. And it's like, well, what's the difference? Like music is always evolving. It's constantly evolving. Like Tina said, I don't know what music, um, you know, David was dancing to when he was ripping off his clothes and dancing and people were looking at him like, child, you need to put some clothes on. Bands will make her dance. But I don't think, <laughs> no, but I don't think it was like some classical, you know, harp and lyre music. Like I don't actually think that David was listening to that whilst he was ripping his clothes off and, you know, twerking on the scene. I don't oh really think... God. I don't think it was like that. That's all I'm saying. Like in 65 AD, they weren't doing Bethel music and, you know, like, spirit lead me when I... Like they weren't doing that. Like they were doing different things. There was no electric guitar. There was no acoustic this and that that, and the other. So I don't understand why we feel that just because that's the stuff that we've grown up on or the stuff that we're used to and the stuff that's kind of more mainstream, that that's the only type of music that can glorify God. And I also want to point out that there's a difference between worship music and music about God. And I don't think that we should limit every single song that mentions God to either you have to be worship music or you're anti-God. Like, I've, like if I want to sing a song about God, it doesn't mean that you have to worship to it. Maybe that's a song that I just wanted to write. You know, and it's like, for example, say there's like um, a new believer who's kind of just on the cusp and they're not really sure and da 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 If they now write an album about their struggles and that album has got swearing on it or something, you people will be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Da-da-da. But this person doesn't even know if they're sure about God or da-da-da-da. But you're still demonize them that person will probably leave the church right quick do you know what I mean because we're not open and we're not progressive minded and I feel like we have a progressive minded God so I don't understand kind of like what our problem is um Ecclesiastes 1 9 says that which has been is what will be and that which is done is what will be done and there is nothing new under the sun there's like all this new genres and stuff they're all come from somewhere like they've all like it's blues then became r&b that then became some kind of pop then became do you know what i mean like they're all they're all the same they're all the same with slightly different tempos slightly different instruments you know maybe there's a computer and there's a bit of auto-tune in it now but all music is kind of the same like even classical music i've heard nas and jay-z rap over classical beats so i don't really know what anybody's problem is and i think everybody should just calm down it's not that deep um you know for example yeah you know when kirk franklin first came out Church moms were like, nope, that ain't okay. Yeah. Can't be listening to that. Now Kirk Franklin is standard worship music. And if you're not listening to Kirk Franklin, are you even worshiping? Are you even praising? Do you know what I mean? But when, when Kirk Franklin came out, and even till now, actually, there's still some people who were like, no, the way that Kirk Franklin lives his life, that can't be worship music. But these times, how do you live your life? And what is the music? So when you worship, what is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really sure why we think everyone has to be perfect or why every song that's about God has to be praised or worship. They can just be songs that are about God and we can just let people do what they want to do with their lives. Um, that's what I think. I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. And I think that the whole anti-progressive music thing is very, like, I'm going to say a word. That's not a word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Pharisaical. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a word that sounds like that word that's actually a word. But the word that I'm going to say is it's pharisaical and we shouldn't do that. Yeah. What do you think, Carl? All right. Check this out. <clears throat> a bit of a history lesson. Come on. Woo! So what we know 
as gospel music today or even the phrase gospel music it was coined first way back in the 30s in america by a guy called thomas a dorsey yeah he's known as the father of gospel music man did research on that uh, listen i study this i do this so i, so I do what this happened, for a living he was a blues player and he got saved and what he did is he mixed his blues sound in with this new faith he had and he took it to church and he was like i'm saved now these are my songs and he got a lot of resistance now me saying this today you'd be like okay what did it sound like it sounded like classical gospel happy clappy music that we call traditional today so he was resisted he had choirs and everything. He had quartets. He had people clapping their hands. He wrote the song that Martin Luther King loved the most. It's called Precious Lord Take My Hand. And um, it's a song that Mahalia Jackson would sing for Martin Luther King before he preaches. In fact, when Martin Luther King died, Aretha Franklin sang that song at his funeral. All right, moving forward in history, we've had Andre Crouch who came in with some R&B type of thing and threw it in there. We love Andre Crouch today. In his day, mm -hmm. he was like bastardized like how could you do that mm -hmm. how can you bring this r&b flow into the church it's evil it's of the devil get mm -hmm. out okay moving forward we had bb and cc whinings addictive is. love and all of that they didn't even say a lot of jesus jesus name in their in their in their music and they were resisted how can you sing like that even when the whinings were singing worship songs in harmony how could you do that forward more into history um the guy who wrote uh, oh happy day Edward Edward Hawkins. Oh, happy day was a problem for people. Imagine, oh, happy day, oh, happy day. That song. Oh, it was a. <laughs> imagine that as a problem for people. So, there's always been this thing through the history of gospel music where a new sound, like my my sister to my left said, when it comes out and it's mixed in by believers who love that sound and find a way to use it to glorify God, there's always been resistance. Like like Jesus said, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. You know, the, the people who are of the old mindset will always resist it. Now, coming into this time, rap took it to another level because rap is so from the streets it's from the hood you know it's associated with violence and sex and all the negativity so when the first christians who rap brought it into church they were not just resisted some of them were kicked out i've been walked off the stage myself wow i went to a church a long time ago and it was like a an anglican church and i was doing my thing for the youth and everybody was flowing with me and these times i was spitting proper hardcore scripture bars like these days I write, I've learned you don't have to just write scripture rap. You know what I mean? You can write general music. It doesn't always have to be Bible, Bible, Bible. But in the first time I started, I was taught you have to be very scriptural. We have to be very uh, to the point. So I was really giving it hardcore, lyrical, Jesus, Jesus bars. And the Reverend Father stood up. He did the sign of, you know, when you say cuts. He did the sign, you know, that thing. I'm doing it. If you can't, you can't see me, but I'm doing <laughs> it. You know, cut. And they cut my music and walked me off the stage. But, did, but did they not know what you were going to do when you came? I, I don't understand. So <laughs> the, the young people invited me oh. with their youth pastor. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the older reverend father was like, let me go and have a look at what the young people are doing these days. And he saw me on stage doing my thing and they walked me off stage. I felt so embarrassed. You know what I mean? Wow. So 
because I was rapping. So rap is a is a is another thing. And I think that's why all kinds of strange things come from rappers. So it was first called gospel rap. In order to convince the church mothers and fathers that we are cool, we called it gospel rap. Then they called it holy hip hop. <laughs> now, all these type of um genre terms, I don't personally like them, but I understand why they were used. All right. And now we have gospel drill gospel drill <sighs> a couple of years ago the mobiles did an interview with me and they asked me carl so we we consider you the voice of hip-hop gospel hip-hop in the country because you have this radio show what do you think about gospel hip-hop or gospel grime and i'm like it exists people do hip-hop in a gospel style or grime in a gospel style. Personally, I don't like these terms. I think they're a bit corny. Like if I went to a concert in a club and I'm like, yo, I'm about to do holy hip hop. I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I'll just do my thing. Yeah. And you will hear what I'm saying. You will know what I'm about from yeah, what I do. Exactly. But I understand why these terms exist. It's really to appease the church people, to, yeah. to make them feel comfortable. Oh, he does holy hip hop. Mm -hmm. Let him have the stage. Oh, he does gospel grime. I mean, grime is filth, but it's gospel. <laughs> it's gospel. Oh, he does drill. Drill means to drill them with the guns and kill and do that. Oh, but it's gospel drill. So I have no problem with it. It's just in general. You just have to watch how you represent what you do, whether visually or audio, audibly. You know what I mean? You have mm -hmm. to watch the sound you use and the way you represent yourself visually. so that Because people are gunning against you already. You already have people ready to take you down. Mm -hmm. So you have to people take... People in the church. People in the church and people outside the church. Yeah, you true. are opposed on all sides. So you have to be very careful with how you represent what you're about. Think twice before you do certain things in your videos. And if you're going to do it, make sure you, you, you can back yourself up and give the reasons why you're doing what you're doing. Because, I mean, Jesus was controversial as well. So it's not like everything is going to be all peachy and sweet. Do, being, a, being a believer and doing music it comes with controversy, but mm -hmm. you just have to be careful with how you do what you do and know why you do it. So can I ask a question then? So hip-hop um, and grime and drill music. So hip-hop is um, the sound of the street. Yeah. okay so the sound of the hood so the sound of not necessarily the hood but the sound of the street yeah. how we communicate with each other which is why so gospel if i'm pointing that in you know asterisk says gospel quotation marks yes quotation marks <laughs> gospel hip-hop mm. um where people will say okay that's okay because it's just a sound right mm. and then you've got grime also grime is uh grime is more you know, urban London, urban UK music. And again, it's just a sound. It's grimy, it's gritty, it's raw. Whereas drill um, wouldn't necessarily, it, yes, it has a distinct sound in terms of the, the pattern of the music, but it's supposed to represent, the reason why gr um, drill deviates from grime is that it has a specific aim and it's about um, telling the story of violence. So if we're going to have, if we're, if we're telling, if this specifically, so it's deviated from grime to drill because you're telling a story of violence and because it's coined over a certain type of beat, like a trap, trappy mm. kind of UK trap beat, can we, can we combine gospel lyrics with a sound that is supposed to be talking about violence and murder and killing and drugs and stabbing and stuff? Well, I mean, the same argument will be made about hip-hop and grime. Mm -hmm. It's not just the sound, but there's certain associations attached to it. So if hip-hop is the sound of the street, 
rappers have been talking about street things mm. anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? And if it's grime, I remember, like, come on, man. When I used to watch Green Jade and uh, Royal Priesthood and all these older guys that came before me, you know, they got lots of criticism just because they did hip hop. Mm. Because hip hop has a negative association to the streets as well. Now, coming to what you said about drill, which is even more, it's like a more specific thing. It's a more specific lifestyle that comes with it. If you ask the people who do gospel drill, they will tell you they're taking the sound and they're putting their own lives to that sound. So their lifestyle is not to kill, that is, is to kill the devil <laughs> or to murder demons. <laughs> they will tell you they're not you know, moving packs. They are moving hope. They're not moving dope. They're moving hope. You know what I mean? So they're not, they, you see what I mean? So they will tell you they're just taking the sound and speaking to the environment where that sound comes from exactly. with the gospel back into that environment. And I'm, I fully endorse that. The only thing is when you start attaching other things from the lifestyle to what you do now, so like the balaclava thing. Hmm. Now, there is no evil in itself to wear a balaclava. Come on, if you're cold, if I'm in Canada and it's minus 20, you're going to wear a balaclava to cover your whole face. I will carry, we wear it because <laughs> I won't want to freeze. But wearing it in a church to do your thing, obviously that is going to even throw all your whole message into question. It's like, yeah. it's like people stop listening to what you're saying and look at you and be like, why are you covering your face up in the church? Now, according to interviews I've, I've read, some of the reasons they gave was, well, I want, I want to progress in my university, so I don't want them to see my face, so it will be a barrier to me advancing in higher education. I don't know hmm, about interesting. that. That's a very interesting reason. I've never heard that reason before. It sounds like a lie to me, because I know a lot of gospel artists who made it through university as gospel rappers I mean, and gospel mm-hmm. um, hip-hop artists and gospel grime artists. I know a lot. My nephew is one of them. He well, is, Jay Vessel well. is currently in university um, as a gospel rapper. Governor B finished university. Mm-hmm. TP finished university. So I don't understand. A-star, I don't understand what it is that they're trying to... So because your lecturer is going to see your video and then your lecturer is going to say, I'm going to mark you down stop lying because that's a lie next uh, i mean that being said though like patricia bright made a um, youtube video saying that when she was doing she used to be a management consultant and when she was doing management consultancy with alongside her youtube channel she had colleagues saying to her like you can't do that you have to stop making your videos because if management see that then they're going to say something or you're going to lose your job or blah, blah, blah. so i understand that in, in specific industries, it may be like frowned upon, especially because it's hip hop music has a completely different connotation. Like, okay, makeup, yeah, you blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it, whether it's gospel hip hop or it's hip hop, it still has a co- connotation to it that people might think is a bit, yeah, undesirable in your field or something. So, personally, I'm not fully. I'm not saying I agree. I'm not, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not fully saying. sold on that reason. Like, if you're doing something that is good, it's gospel drill, right? It's it's the gospel. The gospel is the greatest thing given to us. It's good. It's from God. Show your face, man. Yeah. Don't you don't have to hide. It's not a bad thing you're doing. You're not moving packs. Mm-hmm. You you know. So I'm not fully sold on that reason. But hey, I'm not the one doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but it has. But the funny thing is that I knew. Like okay, I'm gonna just say it because I know it's hope dealers that do this. 
I don't know if it's only them, but I was one of the first people to play their music on gospel radio when I had my show, Hip Hop Sessions. I took over from Governor B. I played their music before all this. So they've had music out before, but it's when they started wearing these balaclavas and doing their music in a certain way and calling it gospel drill that it caught this... Um, attention so somebody would argue maybe the balaclavas helped them to get popular because now they're in the evening standard they've had one extra do a whole documentary about them they've had boiler room they're a big platform do a documentary about them if they didn't wear balaclavas and they didn't call it gospel drill would they care that is another argument sometimes god uses the foolish things of this world to shame <laughs> hashtag scripture hashtag scripture so there is there is sometimes i think that in my mind you know mm -hmm. what i mean there is that but personally i'm still not fully convinced but it's not about who or i think if you are convicted in your heart and that's how god is leading you to do your thing then you know even in the bible god asked ezekiel to do really strange things mm -hmm. to prophesy the word he, he will be like <laughs> go naked or he tell Hosea go and marry a prostitute mm -hmm. so I can tell Israel this is what they're doing so I can't I, I, I hesitate to condemn do you know what I mean I'm very hesitant I've been in this for a while to know I shouldn't just speak when I don't fully know yeah I, but mm -hmm. I will say I have feelings in my heart that maybe I'm not convinced but it's not about me if that's what God is leading you to do, hey. But one thing I will say to you, though, drill is the hot sound for now. It won't be the hot sound forever. There's the next thing coming tomorrow. It could be called, I don't know, spanners. Wow. Are you going to be now gospel spanner wow. tomorrow or gospel hammer? You know what I mean? So the sound is always evolving. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there'll be a next group tomorrow called gospel spanners and they carry spanners on, the, on, on stage and rap for the Lord. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I wanted to, Carl mentioned something really important that I think we should touch upon again, that um, like a genre is a sound of music. It's not about the content of the music. Like a genre is like classical or hip hop or rock or alternative rock. So when you add, um, when you add gospel drill to something or gospel hip hop, like he said, you're just differentiating so the church doesn't feel so intimidated. And also to signpost believers to say, okay, you might not want to be, you know, compromised or listen to some of this music because you don't know what it's going to do for your spirit. So, but this is safe. This is a safe um, content for you to listen to. So I understand why people do put gospel in front of or Christian in front of their genre. But it's really important to understand that it, the genre is not the content. The content is the content and the genre is the genre. So I, I don't see the problem like as to like genre is just it's just how many like how many beats per minute a song is does it matter if i if i'm singing about god and it glorifies god it genuinely does the lyrics do too then does it matter what tempo i'm singing that at or what instruments i'm using like i can't understand why we get so caught up in how it sounds and not what it's saying i think that's a heart issue that we all need to check yeah I completely agree. I completely agree. And um, and speaking about hope dealers, I will make reference to another really popular, one of my favorite um, grime artists at the moment. Because one of the things that we said, as you said, is that we we give we signpost believers to. Um, so if you're if you like hip hop, if you like bashment, if you like Afrobeats, or you like grime, or you like drill, here's some 
um, an Christian, alternative. al- Christian alternatives, yeah. right? And um, I would always say, okay, so my one of my favorite Christian alternatives in the grime scene is um, Melvilus. Melvilus is absolutely amazing. Don't believe me, I tell you this. Pattern up, pattern up, pray, pattern up, pray, pattern up, pattern up, pray. You might. So listen, don't get me started, please, because we can do the whole podcast. Now, the grime, Lake. grime has got grime in the UK gospel scene has got you know many different variations. So you've got artists like A Star, um, and you've got artists ba-boom, like Boom, 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 Boom. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's how I start the bars. Sorry. Okay, you've got artists like um, Asa and you've got artists like Melvilus. Now, Melvilus is more grimy. You mm-hmm. know, it's more raw. But if you listen to the content yeah. of what Melvilus is saying, if you listen to the content of what A-Star is saying, mm-hmm. and then you compare it now to the content of Hope Dealers, we have a... There's, there's disparity in terms of the content, mm-hmm. in terms of the um, the message that's portrayed, in terms of the importance of certain things. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe with Melvilus... Well, is it in terms of the message or in terms of the depth of the message in terms of the message because mm-hmm. not everybody is going to be a melvilus and um this is the thing original hope dealers the ones that you was playing on your radio show that we have had at many of our events mm-hmm, praise mm-hmm. parties and um all the different christian events that we should ha- that we used to hold back in the day um the original hope dealers when there was three of them means means and there was smls i think and a guy called a y yeah, smalls yeah, and then a y okay so the original hope dealers their content was legitimate you know there was serious christian content serious mm-hmm. uplifting content not saying that you can't be positive because we play positive music like you can listen to happy who's a who's a positive artist but he has songs that christians listen to so you cannot say that you have to have um every line has to be a scripture but in terms of the content and delivery and the message that it's trying to portray i feel original hope dealers had a serious message mm. and i feel like this new wave of hope dealers that we have now the message isn't directed at the gospel the message doesn't portray the gospel the message doesn't promote the gospel the message in in actual fact promotes uh, a, a, a complete different not completely different but it promotes uh, a rhetoric that i think that they are sharing within their church within their co- organization within their specific <laughs> the organization their term of their term of christians because they call us christians christians they don't call themselves christians okay so if we're looking at what the message is and what they're pre and what they're promoting in their music it doesn't lead people to christ and i think that that's, do you not think they would disagree though I think they they probably would disagree. But what I'm saying as somebody who's listening to the music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I'm listening to it, I don't care what your interpretation of it is. I'm, I can hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And from what you're saying, I disagree with your message completely. See, it's, it's really interesting because um, these guys, like I, I, let's say Means, for example, they're on the streets preaching for real. Like when the music is off and they're not, on stage these guys are in the streets for real trying to reach people like for real well as well their as message I, could be bad in the streets as well yeah. i don't know i haven't heard so from their preaching on the streets mm-hmm. they're trying to minister christ but i don't know when it comes to the music some and the imagery so it's not mm-hmm. even just the music it's how your the whole picture because music is not just sound these days. Mm. That's what you have to understand. It is sound and how the imagery the you and yeah the visuals you attach with the sound to, to, to make an overall picture mm-hmm. and the way you're painting it, it can it can sort of mess up even your intention. So maybe your intention was truly to minister Christ because of the way you've poured it out. It, it, it now comes out muddled and mixed. And all you have to do is scroll through YouTube comments to just see how divided and how, how 
it's not cool. That's not like back in the day, if a triumph is spit in the thing, you know this is what triumph is saying. If the Bible's Bible's guys are saying this, you know this is what they're saying. The triple O's, the A stars, even Melvillus, like you said earlier, you know this is what he's clearly saying. So you have to be careful. I'm serious. If you step up and say, I'm a, I'm a minister of Christ, I'm a hope dealer, you got to be careful. Because me, even me these days, I don't consider myself a gospel artist personally. I'm, I'm now a Christian that raps. I'm like a happy guy. But in my music, even with that, when I step up and say, I'm going to testify for God in this particular song, best believe it will be clear mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that this is what I am saying. Mm -hmm. No messing about. Because I know. I know where I'm coming from. Like, you have to be clear with what you're saying. Because now they have the biggest platform out of everyone. They are the guys that have the eyes of the world now. Whenever Hope Dealers drop something on Link Up TV or GRM Daily or anywhere, everybody now wants to see because they've got the buzz. They've got the controversy. You know what I'm saying? They've got the thing. So you've got to use that this moment for Christ. Mm -hmm. If you are saying this is what you're about, if you're saying no, that's not what I'm about, it's different. But you're now saying this is what you're about. You got, you got to represent or just call it quits. Let it go. Just be proper drill. Go kill a man in your lyrics. Wow. But that's not what you're about. I know that because I know they might hear me because I, I got a voice. So guys, just, just know <laughs> I'm on your side. I'm your big brother. I'm just trying to help you guys because I know what it's like on the other side as an artist. You know, you have to know what you're doing, the visuals you're using, the content. And because you're saying it's drill as well, because we know what drill is. What is drill for those I of mean, us who don't know? Because okay. I actually don't really get it. Drill like, music is a genre. It's like a subgenre of hip hop, really, mm -hmm. that came from Chicago. And it came from the gang violence in Chicago. Chicago is one of the most violent places yeah. in America right now. They are killing each other by the buckets all the time. And out of that circumstance and that situation has come this drill music. It's a slow town tempo. And normally they're sending for each other in the music. There's violence. I'm going to kill a man. I'm going to drill a man. I'm going to make, I'm going to splash dip all of that. So now that sound and that lifestyle has been imported to the UK and is incubated in the hoods of the UK, London to be specific. And now these guys are coming out with the UK drill. And out of that comes people like hope dealers who are like, we are Christians, we are safe from the ends, we're safe from the same roads as these guys, but we're Christians and we want to bring you guys out of this situation. So that's how we have gospel drill. So you see how it is. You see how important it is for your message to be clear. To be clear, if you're giving them the gospel, you've got to give them the gospel. Or just be like me. Just be like, I'm an artist and I'm a Christian, but I still represent properly because you've got to do it. That's, that's just my feeling on it. So, you know, we were talking about imagery. What do you think about the whole um, pretending that the Bible was a gun thing in the Trap Mash video? All right, check it, yeah. I have no problem with that per se, mm -hmm. because if you think of the Bible's Bible's days, what was when I asked simply Andy, why did you make this song? That was the time where it was gun fingers all the time, right? So his thing is that he wants to replace it with the Bible Aww. wave thing. Yeah. So instead of trigger fingers, it's Bible wave. Like, but and so it's like it's replacing a gun mm -hmm. with the weapon. Of the spirit, the sword of the spirit. The sword right? of the spirit. That's the bit so, that I didn't so, get. So it's I'm the sword saying. of the spirit so in the, the Bible. So, so what's the exactly. problem? Gun, but sword, what's exactly. the difference? Whether it's a gun, a sword, a bazooka, 
uh, whatever. It's it's the it's the it's the weapon of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So I have no problem with them acting like it's a it's a gun and holding it in that particular way in their videos per se. Some people were getting all thrown off. People by were that. really upset. But I'm with like, that. Every, I know bear rappers. Every Christian rapper has have a lyric where it's like the Bible is my sword mm -hmm. or the Bible is my gun exactly. or I shoot the word at the devil. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So why are people uh, I don't pack a matic I can't believe I totally forgot that song I'm gonna say it Let, what's the hook guys sing the hook I don't pack a matic but I pack a Matthew Mark Luke and John cause the war is on I don't see? pack a matic but I pack a Matthew Mark Luke and John yeah I remember I did a lyric where I said I don't pack a 2-2 two -two or a 4-4 four -four or a 4-5 or a Mac 10 what do I pack then I pack a 6-6 six -six, 66 books that's so explosive <laughs> Listen, this is exclusive, <laughs> exclusive. So it's, you know, it's so funny. Even I have a, 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 a but like you said, most, if not all gospel rappers do, because that's where you're coming from. You're coming from a place where, yes, the music is, um, you know, usually about violence. And yeah. so you're trying to take that violence and show, but it's not the, the weapons are of our warfare, not carnal. Um, you know, but they're mighty. The like, kingdom you, of God that's what we're doing. Violence, that's what we're doing. Taking it by force. Yeah. Like, the Bible. It, that's so what it, it's why, are in we, the Bible. Why, are we, why are we fronting? Come on. When you're praying so fervently and you're doing spiritual warfare, you think it is daisies and petals you're shedding there. You're shooting the enemy with scripture, hashtag scripture, shoot you down .com type thing. So, <laughs> I I have no problem with and I don't understand yeah. why people are getting all in a in a tizzy about that. I think that. people just like to be offended. Yeah. It's 2018. So the, the, the word of God like is offended. a weapon, guys. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly. a joke. The most powerful weapon actually there is. Yeah. And God uses metaphor so much throughout the Bible and he makes things literal when he means them figuratively and he does it from the number one in the beninging till the end. You know what I mean? Like yeah, even like when he was point. like to um well, who was it who was like, oh, to Jeremiah, oh, what do you see? An almond tree, because I'm going to, do you know what I mean? But yeah. what does it have to do with an almond tree? Nothing. It doesn't have anything to do with an almond tree. You just wanted him to see an almond tree so that you could now make it a comparison to something else. You had Hosea marry a prostitute just so that you could have people know that they were doing adulterous acts. Like, do you know what I mean? He does it all the so time. Yeah, I don't know guys, what the problem come is. Come on, let's be real. You listen to rap all day and you don't know what a metaphor is. Mm -hmm. I do creative writing workshops. You can come see me for some lessons. Come on, it's not a it's not literally using the bible to murk a man it is a metaphor to say it's the it's the sword of the spirit it's the, it's the weapon of god in our hands it's a powerful thing so i don't know why they're getting all funny about that when we have Hannies in a bunch and thank you so much thank you so much for reminding me about the triumph song we all loved i don't pack a matic we loved it come on and I think in that case, then, then what hope dealers are doing, promoting the Bible as your resource and as your weapon, as opposed to guns and mm -hmm. um, knives is a good thing. Yeah, you know, so for them using the Bible and saying, hey, use this instead, um, uh, instead of a gun or a knife is a good thing. So that's one of the good things that they're doing is that they're trying to present an alternative to violence, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, attack it in the spirit instead of attacking it in the flesh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe we had to sit down here and break this down into baby level to feed people. Come on. I think sometimes people just want to be contentious and um, mm -hmm. contrarian on purpose because this is a non-issue in my opinion. So what's the next one? Next. <laughs> I mean, so the newsflash was just like about hope dealers. So we won't do that section um, today, but you can catch our reaction to the trap mash video <laughs> on Patreon. 
Um, so that's funny. So if you go um, and you know sign up for our Patreon, it starts from three eighty pounds a month, but it's five dollars. Um, <laughs> so the second section, we're going to ask: What are the pros and cons of gospel music with a secular sound? Okay, so pros. <laughs> pros is that if it's good music and it is current and it's happening right now, if I'm skillful at my art and I take what is happening now and I, 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 I put it in my music and make a great song to God or promoting the kingdom or promoting kingdom values or promoting good things, that's a good thing because I'm current. I'm right now. I am right now so I can catch more ears of people right now. Funny enough, some of the sounds that are popular may have even come from the church to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like Stormzy had Blinded by Your Grace and everybody loved it. Yeah. it I think it was a top five so, or top ten for him. It, and if you listen to that song, it's like... We hear that. We've been hearing that all our lives in church. <laughs> but Stormzy now flips it out and is a hit. To the point that Kingdom Choir, who sang at the royal wedding, have now dropped their album and done a version of Blinded by Your Grace, part two, on their album. So, yeah, the, the pros of, of sort of taking what is secular and current is that you're current. You're in the conversation of right now. And it's funny that Christians will actually like it better when it comes from Stormzy than when it comes from Hope Healers or somebody. <laughs> Listen, when Charles the Rapper dropped his, uh, what's it called? Coloring book, if that's what it's called, his album. And it was very gospel and had Kirk Franklin on it. Everybody was like, yay. Yeah. But Lecrae has been out there sweating. And you've been criticizing people, him. And they've been To the point where he's down. left now. Like... What? But Chance the Rapper just dropped this one thing and everybody went mad over it. So I don't know. Maybe it's true what Jesus said that a prophet, yeah, he doesn't have honor in his own home type of thing. Maybe that's just what that is because you're so familiar with that. It's no more special to you. But when a man from a far country does the same thing, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it's amazing. I'll give you one last example of that. I remember when Fred Hammond did This Is The Day, This Is The Day, that song that we've been singing for years. Mm-hmm. I remember in my group, I'd be like, yo guys, we need to take some of these Nigerian anthems, let's put it together and do it. And they'd be like, nah, 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 nah. Then, <laughs> then Fred Hammond dropped the thing and they're like, right, we gotta do this next time. I'm like, really guys? Uh-huh. Really? So yeah, there's that. That's the pro and that's a con? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> There are many pros and cons to having gospel music with a secular sound. But before I do that, I want to just go into what praise and worship means. Okay. And different in the Bible, there are the praise. Um, there is eight Hebrew words for praise in the Bible, and they all have a different kind of um, meaning and the way that you execute them. And then, okay, so we've got hallelujah, which I'm not going to mention because we all know what hallelujah means. Okay. So first one is hallow. And hallow is the most common word for praise. Um, the word simply means to boast or to brag to brag or to rave about God, even to the point of appearing foolish. So this is um, like what David did, right? So Do you mind if I praise God? praise God a minute? So even his wife was like, you look like a madman. Now, you don't look like a madman when you're doing hands up, hands up, hearts open, wide. You know, when you are going crazy, mm-hmm. you know, so hallelujah literally means to brag, right? So hala is to brag to appear foolish because you are so engrossed in worship um that you appear foolish to others okay um 
Most of us, however, unfortunately, if we shout or scream or brag about God, we may seem, we, be, we may be labeled as fanatics. So sometimes when we're doing our crazy praise or our crazy worship in church, people be like, oh my gosh, this Pentecost, you know, you know um, Catholics or Anglicans or more traditional churches, be like, no, the Pentecostal churches are crazy because when they're praising God, it doesn't make sense. It's too crazy. But we're literally praising God how David praised God. Okay, so then next word, yada, yada, means to worship with extended hands. Um, yada is of, often translated giving thanks. Okay, so that's more of your traditional hands up worship kind of um, music. Okay, um, then you've got Talila, one of my favorites. Talila means to sing or to lord. Okay, there's a scripture. Yet you are enthroned as the holy one. You are the one Israel praises okay so it involves music especially singing so it's a lot of singing so singing harms and singing hongs and spiritual songs so it's a lot of singing to sing so bearing in mind that all the others that we've had hasn't been hasn't involved singing it's just about bragging on God it's just about worshiping it's just about your words using your words words hip-hop rap because you're not singing it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's melodious but it's not singing Talila is actually now singing okay and then you've got Samar which means to pluck the strings of an instrument if you want to pluck every instrument and you're praising god you can pluck every string instrument you can bang every drum the children of israel were using trumpets horns everything mm -hmm. you know what just using good acoustic guitar and, and and an organ that's not what they were using they were marching around a whole city making the most noise oh, they were causing a ruckus okay with all kinds of instruments right so um, you can't limit your praise, your worship. You can't limit the sound of your music or the gospel sound to just string instruments and harps and, and, and things because you can use every kind of instrument. So if you want to put a dirty, dirty, dirty drum bass line, put it in, put it in, don't let me die, be holy. But let, mm -hmm. it, let, it, <laughs> let it do what it does, right? Then you've got Toda and Shabak. Toda means to shout or to address with a loud voice. Um, and I think, and then Shabak also means to shout and address with a loud tone. So I think for me, when I'm thinking about the pros and cons of using gospel music, merging it with a contemporary sound or with different genres, if your worship and your praise and your music glorifies God, as long as it's spirit filled and genuine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So you can lift up your hands, you can roll on the floor, you can shout, you can rap, you can hum, you can, you can, you can yodel, do whatever you want, pull it, use whatever instruments you want, make it as fast as you want, make it as slow as you want. But if you are praising God and you're worshiping God and it's spirit filled and it's genuine, those who worship me worship in spirit and in truth, then that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what what it's on it doesn't matter what you're using it doesn't matter if you're singing loudly or quietly it doesn't matter if it's melodious or not you can do you know um you can use poetry that's a form of worship so it's literally if as long as it glorifies god by your fruits we should know them we will be able to tell if mm -hmm. it's genuine or not mm -hmm. i think some you should be able to discern exactly the we'll be able to tell there's some there's so many um artists i see right now like oh yeah i'm a gospel this i'm a gospel that i play your track you're not a gospel anything mm -hmm. you're not i can tell i can tell what you're on i can tell if you're trying to just move in certain lanes to get certain places by your fruits we shall know them 
by your fruits, we shall know who you are. And there are many secular artists who, by their own fruits, so Chance, Chance the Rapper, Amelia, um, Emily Sande, who are, who are Christians, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they, they make secular music, but you can still mm-hmm. tell that their music is from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of Christian artists, we forget that a lot of um, lovers of music and you Christians also who listen to music, you forget that it's about the heart mm-hmm. of the music. You forget that it's about the message. You forget that it's about the person. Um, um, and the worship, then for, take yourself out of it and listen to what's being said. First Corinthians 10 31 says, therefore, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Do it all for the glory of God. Ephesians 5, 9, 5 19 says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Um, do you know what spiritual songs sound like? Have you ever prayed in the spirit because when you're praying in the spirit it's not not saying in tongues but when you're praying in the spirit like the spirit is leading you to pray sometimes it's violent sometimes it's quick mm-hmm. sometimes if you're doing spiritual warfare it doesn't sound like matt redmond it doesn't it doesn't always sound like matt redmond when you're or the philharmonic orchestra when you're doing spiritual warfare when you're slaying that giant that's your boss at work it doesn't sound like matt redmond it doesn't sound like oceans it doesn't it doesn't when you're praying in the spirit so therefore you can't tell me that when i'm worshiping in the spirit or i'm singing in the spirit or I'm rapping in the spirit that is demonic. It's not. It's not. It really isn't. Because spirit in the spiritual realm is spiritual. Things that are spiritual, things that are carnal. So if he wants to rap over 180 beats per minute and it's spirit-filled, he's going to rap over 180 beats per minute and it's spirit-filled. Just note, the only con I will say is that you will be opposed by people who of the old thinking mm-hmm. and traditional thinking. Mm-hmm. Listen, when Jesus said you can't put new wine into old wineskins, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand what that means, back in the day, they had like these little sack looking things where they put the wine. Now, if you put a wine into an old wineskin, it's normally stiff. And what happens is that the wine ferments and it, it expands and it ends up breaking the stiff old sack because it's not it's old but if it's a new wine skin it's still flexible so when you pour a new wine into a new wine skin when it when it ferments and expands it doesn't pour out because the sack or the bag or whatever you want to call the wine skin will expand with it so what am i saying i'm saying that if you're coming out now and you're coming out with something new don't be discouraged if you are rejected if you are put down if you are opposed by people who can't understand what you're doing i remember a young governor b <laughs> starting out this is MySpace days and me i'm in the heights of gk real he sends me a message one day and he's like carl i don't understand they're not really feeling me they're not really moving they're not responding to my music and i'm like bro if you, what you're doing is is for the lord just keep going yeah Te- years later Probably three, four years after he we had that, he exploded with Kingdom Skank, which at the time Bust was the very, very controversial mm-hmm. because everybody was doing skank. There was migraine skank, tribal skank, and then he comes out with Kingdom Skank. And people were like, how can he be doing that? That's so worldly. But that song yeah. broke him to levels mm. that made him, him to be who he is today or set him on the path to who he is today. So 
you the only con is there will be people of old thinking and traditional thinking who want it the way it was everybody who's done anything great in gospel has faced that i've mentioned thomas dorsey i've mentioned andre crouch i've mentioned bb and zc winans i've mentioned we've mentioned kirk franklin mary mary Mary. Mm -hmm. when stomp dropped it was a problem people were like how can you do this but the man was on mtv the first gospel guy i ever saw and then when shackles came out shackle shackle shackles and mm-hmm. when, when it came out it was the same thing so that's the only con don't be discouraged by yeah. people of the old traditional legalistic thinking yes who legalistic pull, who that's so pull important. you back and say this is how it's done yeah these are the rules these are the no if the lord made you do it in a new way the bible says sing a new song unto the lord amen if, you know, hashtag you, scripture if you have a new thing bubbling you do it mm-hmm. don't be put down by the cons don't be conned mm-hmm. by the cons <laughs> And That's just all. make sure that it's from the spirit. If it's yes. from the spirit, then just do it. If it's from the spirit of God specifically, because I know some of you would be confused about that. Uh, if it's from the spirit of God, just do it. It doesn't matter who says what. Paul said something like, um, I don't care who judges me. I don't even judge myself. It's not about what you think. It's not about what anybody else thinks. It's, what, it's about what God thinks. I want to just um, really quickly say that, my personal opinion is that all the psalms were done in spoken word so that's where you got your rap from <laughs> whatever you won't say i don't care i don't care you can just talk to your jesus about that because that's what i think um and then in terms of pros and cons of um secular sound and gospel music i've i've written some down here and i've it's been a it was a stretch it was a struggle for me to try to find cons like i just made them up really just so that some <laughs> of you would be satisfied you know so I said compromising that maybe some of these sounds are kind of like compromising sounds and there's and I'll be honest with you like like we were saying in terms of this but the spirit being in it there are times that I can tell hmm you just did a song and you replaced all the babies with Jesus and that's what you have now given to us and now when I sing it I want to say baby I don't even want to say Jesus where you said Jesus because that's originally how you wrote the song and you think that we don't know that but we do because our spirits know that and it's not on so those kind of songs just just keep it with baby don't don't force it it's not by force that you should put Jesus name in a song that really was not initially about him so maybe some people can see it as compromising or maybe you yourself can be compromising Carl mentioned like sometimes people just do it to get to a certain place or is it Carl or Tina said that tina um that you can just do stuff to get to a certain place and to have some kind of exposure and then you'll be like okay i'm leaving the christian music scene to could do secular music mm, but really you just music. wanted to do <laughs> what you wanted to do in the first place just start where you need to start um the second thing i said was um in terms of the whole romans 12 2 and do not be conformed to this world be transformed by the renewing of the mind a lot of people think that means like you can't have quote-unquote secular and i really do in quote very strong quotation marks secular sound in gospel music because again genres are genres you can't there's no such thing as gospel something gospel r&b or gospel do you know what i mean it's it's r&b that happens to be about god it's not gospel r&b but you know names have names has purposes so i understand um and i don't think that they are conforming i think again if your song was really just saying baby 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 and you just remixed it to say jesus yes maybe that is conforming but that's a heart issue for the artist to decipher but as a whole you can't say that somebody's ministry and somebody has these people are generally saying the holy spirit told me to do this and you've now come to do it knowing that you're going to get backlash from the holy spirit i'm sorry from the church and then rather than listening to the church you listen to the holy spirit well how can you now say that those people are conforming to the world i don't understand it doesn't make sense like 
think about these things, guys. Um, and then I said, one thing that we have to remember is the difference between an artist who is a minister and a minister. There's a difference. Somebody who's like a praise and worship leader at your church may not necessarily be an artist. They don't have an album. They're not recording. They're, they're led to lead praise and worship. But then someone who is an artist, that's their job. That's how they make money. That's their living. And whether or not you agree with them or not, that's really not their concern. That's that's how they make money f- to feed their family. What are you doing to make money to feed your family? Nothing. You're, if you're a lawyer, you're not going around preaching the gospel to your clients. So what's the problem? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is the actual problem? I really don't get it. <laughs> um, and some people may say, like, it's gateway music in terms of it can lead both ways. Like, it can lead you into the kingdom, but it can also lead you out because, oh, you're hungering for, like, that kind of sound to satisfy, like, a bit of the, you know, when you're hearing gospel so kind, you're thinking, but, really i could really just go carnival right yeah. now like <laughs> yeah. um and i think that's uh, uh, i can see what people are saying but i don't think it's true personally uh and then what else did i say i said artists can get caught up in the fame and but then anyone can get caught up in the fame in the spotlight of anything so it's a bit unfair even though it is obviously a lot more prominent in the music industry i think it's unfair to like put them on this higher pedestal than we put everyone else in life it's really not fair like they're humans just like me and you child you know so like but it is a big deal and so for example when I see stuff like I'm watching music videos that are you know Christian music videos and they've got like you know really really fancy cars and all the chains and stuff and I'm just like why like what is it is that what your video is about it has nothing to do with the content of your video but then you're just doing it because that is kind of conforming so I do have a bit of an issue with that some of my favorite rappers do that and I don't understand it but I'm not writing them off and everybody's cancelled no like you know just um just be just be calm I don't understand (laughs) I don't want to add to that that's a very very good point like this is the thing and it goes back to what I said about the imagery using your videos you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. what like just as you are you have a narrative in your song your visual has a narrative as well. And if you're sort of pushing the idea that materialism and is the way, it's like the main focal point, like 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 Fumi just said, it's the problem. You know what I'm saying? So you have to really think about that. But just like she said, just because that is the case for some people in their videos doesn't mean I'm going to cancel them. They're in a point of their growth. Mm-hmm. A year from now, they might have grown up and realized, you know what? Actually, being for the lord or being blessed is more than just material wealth more than just having a exactly. la- more than just having a lambo more than just having what, what them shoes called christian louboutins L- 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 whatever man i wear Ni- nike you know you can make a difference anyways <laughs> <laughs> i start with kaepernick <laughs> no but seriously you they, they a year from now somebody who is sort of very materialistic like in their video and hey, this is what i've got the bling might grow to a point where they realize actually there is that's there's more to being blessed mm-hmm. than having mm-hmm. material things now i'm not saying you should not have material things mm-hmm. but it's not possess your possessions but don't let your possessions possess you hallelujah that's a fact so yeah that's a major con and one of the things that I also wanted to say is, there's a question that I, that me and my brother always asks Jordan, or if me and Fumi also are 
interviewing artists or we're talking to artists one of the things that we always say is what do you want people to get out of your music Mm -hmm. you know what's the message what do you want people to when they listen to your music or they watch your video what do you want them to take away what is their what what are they taking away and that has to be the focus so you start with the end in mind i want someone to be liberated from this i want someone to learn this i want someone to know this so that's that's the goal how you mm-hmm, do it mm-hmm. is what's really important mm-hmm. you know so as for me said the cars the jewelry all of that sort of stuff okay that's nice but what do you want people to take away and is there anything that's going to detract from that message yeah anything that detracts exactly. from that message you should probably just try and strip away I'm not saying that we're trying to um to you know numb or dull your creativity or your swag or your flair or whatever but you're focused on the goal mm-hmm. and the goal has to be whatever it is you want people to take out of your music and if you ask your that what's the purpose of this project before you start a project usually it will help you to create mm-hmm. that specific thing a lot of people try and add oh yeah i want i want people to be liberated and that's what they're thinking now but when they actually made the track they weren't thinking that yeah and that's why we don't feel your music because you remember you know? when i was remember when we were watching um trap mash and i literally couldn't hear the lyrics because the video was so loud. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything was distracting and I couldn't, yeah. I, I genuinely, because I've got a really short attention span, I genuinely could not hear a word they were saying yeah. because there was so much distraction yeah. in the video. And I kept, so know, I don't we, know if it was we kept, we kept pausing it and I was like, what does that say? I was asking him because sometimes I can't hear. I was like, what did he say? What did she say? Did they say she? What did he say? Did he just say but what does that mean? And, and I that's couldn't what, tell her because I really didn't and know. And that's what we was listening when we was listening to it. And listen, when we talk about the fact that me and for me, no music, we know music. Listen, we've been doing this whole gospel UK music thing for a really, 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 really long time. For a minute, honey. You know, so when I say that I know music, I know music. And when I was struggling to really ascertain what they were trying to say, I was struggling to ascertain what they were trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to think about what the focus is, guys. What do you want people to take away from your music and focus on that? Leave all the other stuff to the side it's not important focus on the purpose of your music i love what she said fumi says something so deep she said she couldn't hear the message because the visuals were too loud Woo! <laughs> let's just pause there <laughs> think about that you might have the greatest message the gospel mm-hmm. you might be speaking it and your heart maybe wants to communicate that but your visuals have just muffled that mm-hmm. like they're not even hearing what you're saying because your visuals are loud so uh, this is a great point take don't take this if you're listening to this i'm feeling like somebody's dissing you don't take this personal it's really something to consider don't let your visuals be so loud that it's louder than your message let Mm -hmm. it amplify your message i love that start with the end in mind what do i want people to take away from my thing and work backwards from that to get to that point wow if if that's all you hear in this whole podcast today (laughs) seriously it could change your whole musical trajectory seriously this week's sponsor is our special guest, our special guest host, Carl Nova. Yay! Yeah. So thanks for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to tell them what specifically you want them to look out for and where they can find you? Oh, um, well, <laughs> at the moment... I'm doing so many things, child. <laughs> for anything me, like to know more about me, just go to carlnovaworld.com. K-A-R-L-N-O-V-A world.com but i mean i've got a new little project out called afrobeats rhymes and life and i just made that because as i've been traveling 
you know, I've been doing this book tour. So my book, Rhythm and Poetry, is out, like I said earlier, and it won an award. And by the grace of God, I've been able to go out the country and do tours and traveling. And So when, as I've been traveling the world, it's made me look at myself like, who am I? What's my identity? So I sort of created that little EP out of that, you know. I'm, my, my roots are Nigerian roots. So I, I was like, I'm going to put a bit of that in my music in this one. So that. But also... The real one I would ask you to look out for is the album I released last year. It's called For Such a Time as This. And um, if you know your Bible, you know where that comes <laughs> from. If you don't know, just read Esther. You know, a little book called Esther. It's, it's there. But, but it's, it's just about your purpose and knowing that you are here at this point in time in history right now for a reason, for a purpose, for a greater purpose, greater than your mind can even fathom. So it's like searching after that and pursuing that. So that's what that album is about. It's on iTunes, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, blah, blah, blah. For such, a, <laughs> for such a time as this, yeah. So yeah, I'm sponsoring the show. So I own the show, yeah? <laughs> so um, I call the show, just kidding. But that's it. Um, and sorry, just one more thing, actually. Um, I just want to say that me and Tina are very, very pro music and we're pro like everybody who's doing it genuinely. So, but we're also, um, how do I put this? Picky. No, we also are of the opinion that nobody is above criticism. Everybody mm. can improve. You know, there's no such thing as, oh, okay, you know, I'm perfect. So, sure. you know, we, we love all of you gospel artists who are all making a difference and you're all bringing the, um, bringing the music and bringing the gospel to people who haven't heard it before and who wouldn't necessarily have heard it otherwise. But not, everybody, not anybody is above critique. And just know everybody, your music is not for everyone. Like there's some people that are just not going to feel you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, and that, and that's just a fact. And that's okay. You know, like as an artist, you just have to be like, well, maybe I was not called to you. And that's cool. And that's, yeah, that's fine. And, and, it's not and, by force. Okay. And our hashtag scripture for today, our hashtag scripture for today, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Please let it glorify God. Please let your music glorify God. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We magnify your name. We exalt you. We thank you for this for this day. Father God, we are reminded today that your word says, let your light show shine before men, that they may see your our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. Father God, let everything that we do, let the light of Christ shine out out of us remind these artists these christian artists father god that the, their goal and their purpose is to let the light of christ shine out of them so that people can see their good works and glorify you Amen. let everything that they do glorify you father god let it point to you let us be and let them be a mirror a reflection of your glory of your grace of your might of your power because at the end of the day what we're trying to do is preach jesus to the streets let's mm. preach jesus to the nation to see lives transformed help them continue to supply all of their needs father god so maybe they, they feel like they don't have to compromise maybe father god cleanse and purify their hearts father god give them a heart that desires after you let them have a hunger and thirst for you father god and we pray this in your name that everyone who hears all the lovers of music father god will just remember that it's all about you whatever we do however we try and shape it however we try and design it however we try and create it it's all about you everything that we do let everything that they do glorify you O lord in jesus name we pray amen, amen. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes and Google Play 
at hashtag scripture. Oh, wait, not, not Google Play, Google Podcasts at hashtag scripture. Um, you can find us on Instagram at hashtag scripture, Facebook, hashtag scripture, and Twitter at HT scripture. You can also support the ministry monthly on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture. We thank you for listening. We thank you so much, Carl, for coming Yay. and chopping it up with us. The legendary. So, you know, <laughs> guys, make sure you go and follow Carl and just like, you know, download everything, you know, through the payment systems that are in place you know we don't do any of that nonsense here um yeah and you know buy it buy his book buy everything do you know what i mean go and support um yeah that's yeah that's it bye guys oh also oh. sorry one more thing just because we said for me said it's like seven times that we are real supporters of music we buy christian music okay mm-hmm. we buy we christian pay, music we pay using for christian money. music we pay and not only do we pay for christian music we go to christian concerts yeah we don't just go to Whiskey it's not and only and that's, that's all of you and it's not only when tasha cobb comes as it's well not, it's not only yeah when big 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 kurt franklin or ty tribute comes we go to christian concerts so if you want to come with us to christian concerts and and christian artists and see christian artists mm-hmm. perform live then you should probably sign up to the patreon because we're giving away tickets okay we give away tickets to events that we go to if you follow us on instagram then you'll see that we we are about it Mm -hmm. okay we Mm -hmm. do this for 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 real life for a living yep and the next concert is bizzle if anyone's interested that we'll be going to bizzle on the 18th of november so um yeah and called out music after that which is gonna be good thank you very much guys bye guys say bye carl Adios. (laughs) (laughs) Adios. <laughs> 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 Bye. <laughs>